Hello, human family. I'm Jocelyn, and I am grateful you're here. You're listening to the Starting With Gratitude podcast. This is a safe space intended to host heart-centered conversations exploring all topics of the human and spiritual experience. Every conversation starts with gratitude and remains rooted in gratitude. After you listen, make sure you join our community by subscribing and sharing. I am so honored you have joined us. It's your girl, your host, Jocelyn, y como siempre, I'm so grateful you are here and so grateful that you are tuning into this particular conversation because this is different than any other episode. This is actually the first time that I repeat a past guest. So Ray, you are the very first to return on starting with gratitude. Uh, but this is a very timely, uh, conversation because we are in at the time of this recording and when this episode drops, we are in the midst of commencing and well, depending, depending on where you're at, but some of us are commencing our Saturn return and some of us are ending our Saturn return. I'm ending my Saturn return. Our special guest Ray is commencing their Saturn return. So we're actually going to talk all about uh what Santa return is and my experience through Santa return and Ray also stepping into it we're going to be asking each other questions so this is just all around going to be such a great conversation insightful conversation about Santa return and hopefully everyone listening feels like they feel um feels like they feel feels more clear and confident and comfortable regarding Santa returns. So Ray, thank you so much for being down to have this conversation. Thank you so much for being here. And if you have yet to tune into my other episode and conversation with Ray, definitely tune into that. It's so good. Ray, thank you for being here. I'm happy to be here for the second time. It's an honor. And I'm excited for this conversation with you. So even though this episode is a bit different than the others, I definitely still want to start with gratitude. So I'd like to ask you, Ray, um, what, what it is that you feel grateful for specifically in regards to your upcoming Saturn return? You know, the, the first episode that we did, I said it was God's timing. I'm, I still believe in that. So what I believe in this time that I'm grateful for is great spirit, God's delivery. I feel like things are going to be delivered um, to me, to you, to many people. So yeah, I feel like it's deliverance. I'm I'm in gratitude for that. That's an interesting kind of take, but yeah. Mm, I love that so much. Deliverance. It does feel like delivery time. A friend and I, or yeah, I, I was telling you before we started recording that you know, I've been journeying through my Saturn return with one of my close friends. And I'm so grateful that I got to journey this Saturn return alongside someone else who I'm close with and who is also going through their Saturn return. And we've just been talking about how we've been feeling recently and 
she worded it so great that she feels like it currently feels like we're in the in the waiting room and like something is about to be delivered like this like anticipatory feeling and this need to be patient in this waiting room and i was like that was worded so great because it it definitely does feel that way and and that's very on point deliverance mm -hmm. i claim that and i would just like to express gratitude for my Saturn return. Um, I feel like I'm about to do like a award. <laughs> like I just won an award and I'm about to do a speech <laughs> thinking Saturn return. Um, but I really am so grateful. Like I, I've known as I've journeyed through the past few years that I'm going to look back at this time in my life and feel so, so grateful for everything that went down and, and, and how I responded to everything that went down. Um, it has felt like a very, very, very significant time of my life. Saturn return gifted me the most profound healing and awakening season of my life so far. So definitely grateful for my Saturn return and hopefully everyone else who has journeyed through their Saturn return also feels very grateful for for it and everyone stepping into it also steps into it with this feeling of gratitude for what's to come um, I feel like there's so much fear surrounding Saturn return you know like how to survive your Saturn return. And while I do feel like a survivor, <laughs> it's not, I would encourage everyone to like not step into it with fear. Yeah, I believe that. I think that's one of the biggest things that makes um, my work in astrology a little bit different than everyone else because I've helped many people with their Saturn returns before mine's even started. <laughs> but, um, the way that I've studied Saturn and just the the context of like ancient teachings about Saturn and like who Saturn was in the sky and like the importance of it, I just find a lot of gratitude and um respect. And you know, one of the interesting things about Saturn is in general, Saturn is like a the way I teach people is that Saturn is like a parent. You know, it's a parent that really advocates for you and really sees the bigger picture of who you're going to be more than where you are, because we may see um, a little version of ourselves. Right. We have a lot of insecurities and a lot of fears in our 20s. And Saturn is kind of like that life coach or that motivational speaker that's like, hey, we're going to get through this, but you need to wise up. You know, you need to grow in certain things. Um, but it's about seeing the bigger picture for you. So it's kind of like an advocate that you didn't know that you needed, but it shows up right on time when you actually do need it. You know, um, I also see Saturn as, you know, not just a parent, but kind of like an elder because it is an old, very old planet. But the interesting thing is that Saturn has many moons around it, which a lot of people don't talk about that. But the way I interpret it is it's very intuitive. Like it, it really teaches us how to trust our intuition, like on this really kind of 
supreme level, it like so in depth with your intuition that it helps you with making the right decisions with, you know, business, career, make the right decisions with a contract or not. Right. Um, it really helps us with growing up when it comes to relationships. Right. A lot of people experience a lot of endings with relationships as you approach your Saturn return and as you're inside of it, because it's about wisdom. So it's about really picking the right people that are going to also advocate for you, right? People who speak highly of you, you know, behind closed doors, people who are meant to be sitting at the table with you, um, congratulating you, seeing you win, but also you're doing the same thing back for them. So it helps you with longevity, right? Like real long-term people that are meant to be on your path, real long-term business decisions that will help you for many years to come because you made the right business moves and strategies, right? Um, it helps us with finding our purpose, which is, we'll probably talk about that er deeper into the episode about the fear part of how people, why people get scared. But, you know, it, it does help us with purpose. Um, and it just helps us with our, our inner self, you know? Um, in my birth chart, personally, Saturn actually is in a good placement with all of my planets. So the way I interpret that is I've always experienced Saturn helping me for a long time and it makes you older than your age. <laughs> um, so I am kind of like that too, but I've learned a lot of discipline, you know, early on and I'm grateful for that. So that's why I say, you know, as I'm approaching mine i'm just in gratitude for i know things are going to be delivered because it is about delays you know um things don't come as quickly before your saturn return but i remember one of my teachers said you know always remember that saturn will always gift you something towards the end of it right to just you know say that you've accomplished this, you know, so I just know that a lot of things are going to be delivered. I just have to show up to my purpose more and more as it raises the stakes higher for me, you know, um, and I'm grateful for that. There is already so much <laughs> that I can that I can respond to in regards to what you said. But before we like dive in, dive in even more, and I am going to bring up some points here, I do want us to start with just defining what Saturn return is. I love that you already gave us some clarity on like what the energy of Saturn in it, itself as a planet is, which I was going to ask you. Um, but how would you define Saturn return the way that the way that I would define it? And, and just to like bring some clarity to people, like I am not an astrologer. Um, so my perspective isn't really one of like, that's like backed with like knowledge of astrology, but from my experience of going through sun return, the way that I see it is really an initiation into adulthood. Like that's really what it felt like. And also as a woman, it felt like an initiation into womanhood as well. Mm. This is like the most womanly I have ever felt. Um, and this is also the most adulty I have ever felt. And something that I realized 
is that, you know, when people talk about, you know, quarter life crisis or midlife crisis, it's like, oh, they're just talking about their Saturn return. Um, And I feel like people who aren't aware of their Saturn return and do refer to this time of their lives as a midlife crisis, as a quarter life crisis, it's like, it doesn't really need to be a crisis though, you know, and I'm just so grateful and I've been grateful that like I've been aware of what my Saturn return is. I've been aware that I've been going through my Saturn return while I'm going through it because having that awareness, at least for me, allowed me to make the most out of this time of my life. Whereas if you weren't aware of your Saturn return and you're going through it and you just see it as a crisis, you feel like your life is falling apart and life is against you and like what is going on. Um, but really it's like, oh, okay. Like with the awareness of it being your set, the time of your sun return, I feel like it kind of shifts your perspective into, okay, everything that falls apart is intending for my life to fall together in ways that it's meant to, you know, it just feels a lot more purposeful. Yeah. Um, and for me also Santa return the way that I see it and the way that it was for me, my experience really is like the building. It's the time where you, where you're focused on your foundation. Like for me, it has felt like, like I already had a foundation that I was building throughout my twenties, but the foundation that I had isn't the foundation that I need moving forward Mm. for what's to come. So it's been the rebuilding of my foundation and um yeah we will probably expand more on that but that's how i define saturn return at least this first one i know that the second one is a bit different it, it brings forth different life themes but how would you define it well since you're leaving your center return you gain some wisdom because you said it perfectly um it is about entering adulthood right so the way i always you know teach it and explain it is you know you're technically not an adult according to the universe in your 20s until you're 28 right 28 through 31 that's when we're entering our Saturn return and through that now you're officially becoming an adult so from 27 down you're still you know making mistakes you may still you know have more youth and fun with like life until Saturn again is that teacher of like it's time to mature and grow up and kind of leave you know certain aspects behind so that you can go in a new direction right i always say like saturn return is the time of if you are in a place where you're already in your calling you're already healing you're already really self-aware then saturn returns are about you leveling up into a higher arena of that world getting more and more bigger for you to see like your true potential right like it helps you with the purpose it helps you with the foundation um but the way i love to say it is saturn teaches us about integrity right there's times where we're in our early 20s and we have a a vision of how we want to be when we get older the type of money we want to make and 
um, when, what age do you want to get married? You know, some people, our dream was like 25. I want to have the house. I want to have the kids already, you know, and that's, you know, usually how we think of it when we're in high school, graduating from high school. Like, you know, I have this set plan of how my twenties are going to be, and it doesn't really plan out that way, you know? So it teaches us with Saturn about, we need integrity with the vision, because if you just have a vision and there's no real foundation, there's no real reason on a deeper level of why you're passionate or driven to that particular vision, you know, it can be kind of crumbled, you know, it can be taken away. Um, And that's when people usually go through like a, like a dark night of the soul awakening, you know, ego death kind of experience of, you know, if you've been following the wrong path or if you've been in a place where, for example, usually in high school, a lot of our parents kind of, you know, push us to college to follow certain careers that really is not what we want to do. We're not passionate about it, but it's because, you know, it's the right thing to do. This job is guaranteed, you know, be a lawyer, be a doctor, be a judge. But if your true calling was, you know, since you were a kid, being a veterinarian, right? Or to save the animals as a conservationist, right? But you went to college and did all the steps to make other people happy. You know, as you get older in your 20s, Saturn's going to teach you, you know, like it's time to walk away from this because you're drained, right? Um, You will start to see a lot of job issues that you're not in your calling, right? Before Saturn comes of like, you know, I'm not getting paid as much or maybe I am, but I just don't like the the environment, right? Or maybe I'm just not happy about what I'm actually doing, right? But it's making my family proud, right? So when we're in our Saturn return from 28 to 31, it's about us really finding what is my real passion, right? And what ways am I meant to make a difference in the world, but in a way that I am happy to contribute to it and not feeling pushed or, um, bullied or being, you know, judged into it, right? So a lot of people go through massive career changes of leaving one particular lane in their career to pivot, right, into the right one. And that's Saturn. Um, When we're also thinking about adulthood, it's also about the time where we get more serious about our love life too, you know, because when we're in our early 20s, it's okay to be naive with love a little bit, right? It's okay because every person that you date is still a teacher, right? Every person that you date was meant to be experienced, to learn some type of lesson, right? Um, But as we get older, Saturn wants you to have discipline of like, really understand boundaries, right? Like in what ways do you break your boundaries? Because for for the name of love, right? Maybe that's not healthy. Right. Maybe we should have better boundaries with ourselves um, when it comes to people. Right. In what ways do we need boundaries um, with people? Um, in what ways do we need standards and what ways um, are we needing to pay attention to the quality of a person? Right. Like the real quality of their personality, how they love you, how they communicate with you, how they treat you. Right. That friendship aspect. So Saturn is, again, about depth. Right. It wants you to have that wisdom with love because love is supposed to be wise um, and unconditional. But, you know, we have to leave behind, you know, superficial things or 
shallow ways of how we see love, right? So that's again, part of the growing up from leaving your 20s to go into your 30s a bit. Um, and that's usually the time where people also think about marriage. A lot of people think about marriage, um, whether it's the beginning of the Saturn return or as you're approaching, you know, 30, 31, that's when you feel like, you know, it's time for me to settle down, <laughs> to find the right person, to see if this person has the same family values as me, or if we don't want children, do we have the same values in other ways, right? So that's a big time as well for people to create family and have a strong foundation with that, um, have children, right? Or you become more clear that you don't want children, right? Um, so it's about, again, in integrity. You're growing into your real self and your real self may be completely different than the ways that your friends of your past have envisioned you and the ways that your family has kind of wanted you to be, you're becoming your own person, right? So your values is now shining of like, this is the real me. And that's Saturn being proud about, uh, proud of you, but proud that you're finally taking a stand on that. So yeah, I always say it's entering adulthood according to the universe big business and career decisions where you're pivoting to the right direction, right? Um, pivoting into the right relationships and friendships, pivoting into, most importantly, an inner foundation with yourself. Because Saturn is very big on being a healer, right? I don't think a lot of people talk in that type of language or lens with Saturn, but it is a healer because it wants you to be really empowered, right? Liberated from the inside out, not really caring about validation and, and approval and applause from other people. You've, you've already experienced that in your early twenties to mid twenties. Right. Um, but Saturn is kind of like, you don't need that to, to be yourself, right. It helps you find your real voice, but a lot of healing has to come for us to get comfortable with that. Right. Um, it's really about us being um, in a healed place with our identity. And there may be a point in the early stages of your sign return where you don't know who you are. You don't know your identity because you've listened to your family, your friends about, well, I was supposed to be a doctor. I was supposed to, you know, have this certain salary. I was supposed to, you know, get married at this certain age. And, you know, maybe I was supposed to, you know, be a Catholic until I die, but now I'm having a spiritual awakening. So it could be like this whole other part of you is unfolding, right? Like the old layers of you is unfolding. Certain masks that we put on um, is finally coming off and shedding, right? And that may be a time where it may feel for someone who's experienced that, experiencing that like a miserable time. Like, I don't know what's happening, but it's kind of like the tarot card of like the tower, you know, like things are falling because it's supposed to, because we we started to build and manifest and create a life that wasn't authentic, right? I always say Saturn is a planet about authenticity, but you have to understand and learn through your healing of what is authentic really for you. Because I think we think that we know what authenticity is until we're challenged, you know, by the purpose, you know, like, is this really what I'm meant to do or am I having imposter syndrome of like I maybe I should shouldn't do this or is your insecurities kicking in right so yeah it's just a great healer an old elder <laughs> type of planet um 
And so we go through that from 28 to roughly 30 or 31. And then our second Saturn return is when we're 56 to 60. So it's like those big markers of entering your 30s. The second one is about entering into your 60s. Um, and then the third one is from 84 going into 90, right? And usually we only experience three, right? Um, because people you know, in our time period don't live past a hundred, right? So, but if you did, then you will have a fourth one. That's very rare to have four Saturn turns, but for the most part, we typically have three. Yeah. So basically your Saturn return is a very important time of your life. And yeah, I mean, one of the things that you touched on is and I feel like you kind of touched on this multiple times, but like really coming into like the full embodiment of your true self. And through my Saturn return, I've noticed that like I've come to honor the truth so much. Like I value and honor the truth so much when others express their truths to me. I really, really honor it. And I have grown so much more confident in embracing and embodying my truths as well. Um, and there's so many different aspects of truth, right? It's like the truth of our shadows. Like during Saturn return was the most shadow work, especially in the beginning. Like my Saturn return, both because we I stepped into it, it officially begun in December of 2020, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And I definitely saw, you know, the signs of it leading up to it um things falling apart relationships falling apart home life, like just literally everything like your girl went through it all in every aspect of her life but when saturn return officially began it began with solitude like i had moved i moved into this apartment by myself and just really got the opportunity to sit with myself in solitude and was gifted the blessing of being able to do a lot of shadow work, a lot of healing, a lot of learning. Um, and so there's like the truths of that, but there's also the truths of like, you know, um, what we truly desire you know, and what our true life's purpose is. Are we truly in alignment with, um, with our purpose, with our mission? And that was a big one for me. Um, I, I felt like through my twenties, I honestly, what I, I felt like I really was in alignment with my purpose, but for me, it more so felt like a shift, like, okay, you've, it was more so it was less like you were not in alignment and more like you completed this mission and now it's move on to the it, now it's time to move on to the next one like you completed this purpose through your 20s and now it's time to move on to the next purpose to the mm -hmm. next mission of your life um and for for me it felt like a like a reclamation of like my voice, like really stepping into my voice is what I really got from this Saturn return in regards to the next mission and the next purpose of my life is like really using my voice in ways I hadn't used it, hadn't been using it through my 20s. I like 
that perspective um, because that's important to highlight is remember that every job and career that you've experienced prior to your sign return, even if it's random of like a fast food restaurant, even if it's, you know, doing something completely else, right? Always remember that every job that you experience is leading up to the next one. Like there's certain skills and certain maybe networking, maybe there were certain doors that opened up that you collaborated with certain people that was important for years later, right? Or certain skill sets that you needed to get um, masterful at or more confident at doing, like such as public speaking, right? Um, So each job was kind of still destined, right? Like everything is still for a reason, Um, but it's just leading you to the big ultra kind of career or purpose that you're meant to be doing. And then Saturn comes and it kind of teaches you about, okay, let's solidify it. Right. And it's again, back to those foundation. What is your foundation? What is the bricks that you're laying down as concrete to I'm 10 toes down on this, right? I'm, I'm firm on this. This is my life's affirmation. Like this is what I'm meant to do. And no one can waver or shake me from it. Once you get to that place, that's when you start seeing like Saturn help you a lot. Cause it's like, okay, you have a vision, you have a foundation, you have that integrity, right? And now it's just about other doors opening up and you getting again, really, um, really intuitive and more you know, um, grounding that into your adulthood. Like my intuition is important to make the right decisions on things. If my stomach feels off of like, I'm sh- I shouldn't go in this direction, right? Or I shouldn't trust this person or I shouldn't sign this, you know, lease to this house, something is off, you know, Saturn and saying, listen to that because it's going to save you a lot more time. And Saturn is the, the planet of time. Um, for this Saturn and Pisces coming up, it's a different ballpark of, that time analogy, but for, for general purposes, Saturn is about time. So it's about us using time very mindfully and using the best, best, um, advantage to it, right? Not letting time waste us or us, you know, not uh, utilizing it the best way. Speaking of time, and you brought this up earlier too, um, like Saturn return really is a, a time that like, Mis- uh, correct me if I'm if I'm mistaken, but like a time where things don't you don't get the immediate manifestation. It's like a time where you really have to practice patience mm-hmm. and like your discipline really is being tested. Like when I was reflecting on like the past year when we stepped into 2023, I was like, what what word would I describe 2022 as? And my word was devoted. I just, I felt the most devoted I had ever been in my life. Um, And I feel like that's what your Saturn return really is, is like, what and who are you intentionally devoting yourself to? What do you sincerely desire to be disciplined to? Um, And through through my son return i did experience like like okay i've been disciplined in this i've been consistent like when when am i going to bear the fruit and i feel like i had to 
experience this time of like me remaining consistent, me remaining disciplined without without really seeing without really bearing the fruit yet kind of as a way to like prove to myself and to the divine that like I am committed to this and and if I think it also like really shows you through your Saturn return like if you actually remain disciplined to something or someone without bearing the fruit yet that is a signifier that that that's genuinely your passion and genuinely really care what you're meant yeah where what you're meant to be pursuing yeah that's all that that's coming up for me in regards to that I feel like there was something else I wanted to touch on in regards to time um but it really is a Saturn return really is and has been for me a time of like just remaining very disciplined and focused on myself like you know I wanted the manifestations but I also understood like this is my time again to just focus on my foundation and really really reminding myself that the foundation is the most important part like I've known that because through my Saturn return too, my vision became very, very clear. Like in the beginning, it was like, okay, what am I transitioning into? But the more that I devoted myself to turning inward and to my spiritual practices, the more that I started to gain clarity over time of like where it is that I'm headed. And the more clear my vision, like my big, big, you know, mm-hmm. The bigger picture. The bigger picture really became clear to me. And this is like a bigger picture of like decades down the line, right? Um, The more that that became clear, the more I really understood. And the more more I welcomed being patient. um, Because I knew that this is the time for me to just focus on the foundation. You know, like I'm okay not being so, not really having all of these announcements to make um, in regards to things coming into fruition for me, because I know the work that I'm doing is still equally as important. I know that the work that I'm doing and what I'm focusing on right now, which is like my foundation is really, really integral to me seeing this vision that I have in my mind come to life in the decades to come. Um, so your Saturn return really is just such an like for me it just feels so important because it's it's you really solidifying the foundation you need for what's to come yeah and you know I'll also say like Saturn helps us with not just our foundation and our integrity and, and gaining some wisdom for our life um but also it's kind of like um, Saturn is a planet that helps you with your faith, you know, whatever that faith is, because faith will be tested, <laughs> you know, um, and it goes, it, it plays along with patience, you know, like, in what ways am I patient and I'm in the flow? And in what ways am I impatient, right? And when I am in it, and when you are impatient, is it bringing up anxiety? Is it bringing up these fears? Is it bringing up like, you know, I'm questioning everything, right? That's the, the time of us really getting deep with 
with that spiritual foundation. You know, whatever your path or lineage of, you know, um, spirituality, like that's the time that you're going to get really planted of is this path and the tools and the mentorship and the wisdom that I have, is this actually working and helping my life? And if so, I need to really get stronger with that faith part of just following and flowing with that medicine. But if there's certain directions that I'm going in, or if there's certain spiritual paths or religious paths that is like, I'm in this dark time in my Saturn return, my faith is tested and I'm not getting no outlet. Like nothing that these people are saying from different traditions or walks of life is not helping me. You know, like it's putting me more in doomsday in my consciousness rather than like helping me feel freed from this, right? Then that's also part of that foundation, you know, because it helps you with your, not just your, your physical, you know, like physical things coming to you, but it's also like your mind, body, and spirit goes through a big transformation with your Saturn return. And again, that relationship to faith, that relationship to the universe, because, you know, now you're entering the universe as an adult. So it's like, I need to really make sure I have strong relationships to this universe that I'm calling on and talking to. Like, am I really um, in good relationship to it? Am I really as open as I say I am? Right. Am I really trusting the universe and spirit? Right. When it comes to, hey, there's this part in your life that's going to open up, you know, do you really trust to go in that direction and not question it as much, right? Because spirit and, you know, the universe allows you to question things because that's part of wisdom. You have to have discernment. Saturn teaches us about discernment, but it's also really about like, am I really knowing the bigger picture of my life, right? And there's a spiritual aspect to that that you have to really um, anchor, and talk to and question and and really find your way because there's a there's people's ways right and not everyone's way is your way right and it kind of goes into you know your path has a destiny to it right your path has a an assignment and a and a big blessing attached to it but you have to really make sure that you're listening to your intuition and those spiritual guidances that's saying follow this way because this is specifically for you and not what other people's ways and their strategies and how they're getting to it because it's completely different you know so it really is about like the relationship to spirit and faith and again yourself how much do i really believe that i'm important and i have a big message or a big you know vision to carry right because even though you're the visionary the visionary has to still believe in the vision and you got to really believe in your own vision and not, you know, be a little um, scared about the vision that you have. Like it has to be a hundred percent confidence with that. I'm so glad that you pointed that out because, you know, when I was talking about kind of like your discipline being tested and your consistency being tested mm-hmm. um, because you're not really receiving what your ego desires when it desires it like the faith piece is a big part like your faith gets tested and your trust in the unknown and in, in the divine and in timing and in yourself and in what you're working in like it gets tested and when i'm referring to like building my foundation like some people may may perceive like building a strong foundation as like locking in a house and putting money in the savings and you know 
all of those are super valid, but the foundation that I'm specifically re- referring to that I have really been strengthening and building through my Saturn return is my spiritual foundation. And I've come to personally realize that our spiritual foundation is the strongest foundation that we can have. Um, because when I think of a spiritual foundation, I think of an internal foundation, one that like when you really, when you really become deeply rooted in it and when it does have deep roots and it does feel sturdy and strong and unshakable, like that foundation, um, is a foundation that because it's within you, because it's, uh, internal, um, is a foundation that you can always turn to whenever the life outside of you doesn't feel stable. It's like you create that internal stability for yourself. And I know that this internal stability that I have built for myself within this spiritual foundation that I'm talking about is going to like, I'm just, again, going to going to look back at this time and the time that I've invested time and energy that, that I've invested into the spiritual foundation just feel so grateful that I've built it. And as I've been building it, um, and as I've seen what has, co- what has been coming from that already, mm-hmm. I've been realizing that like one of the reason why my past relationships hasn't worked is because I didn't have this spiritual foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, I feel like that's a whole other conversation. Um, but now that I, I, I feel like now that I've been coming, to the end of my Saturn return, specifically through the past year, I've been aligning with people who really. Is a clear mirror for you. Yeah. But like a mirror of like my higher self, something Mm -hmm. that I talked about in might've been like my last, pretty sure it was my last podcast episode is like, you know, through my twenties, I felt like I was aligning with mirror reflections of my shadow And now I feel like I'm aligning with mirror reflections of my higher self. Yeah. And I'm just so grateful for that. But, you know, relationships are also like just such a big piece of our Saturn return. And I feel like partly that's because, um, you know, not only do you need this foundation for what's to come, but like the foundation includes the people that surround you. And, I'm stepping away from my Saturn return, feeling so satisfied with the people in my circle Mm -hmm. and feeling like these are my people, like these are my soulmates. And um, yeah, I'm just, I'm so glad that you brought up like the faith piece and the, and the spiritual foundation. Cause also like it was, as I mentioned earlier in the conversation, like Saturn return really did give me the most profound healing and awakening season of my life. And it was through my Saturn return where I have developed such an intimate relationship with spirit and have explored various spiritual practices and have found the spiritual practices that really feel truly in alignment with me that, that I have been devoted to. And yeah, it, it's just, it really was like, and has been the most spiritual time of my life. And that has been a really beautiful piece 
throughout this whole Saturn return. And probably the sweetest gift that I've received, honestly, is my the relationship I have now with spirit. You know, while you were talking, I was thinking about um, I had did a class in February called Becoming a Clear Mirror. And it touches on what you just spoke on about, you know, in that class, I was teaching about how in order to get healthy, very grounded, very genuine, sincere people in our lives, right? And have those powerful relationships from friendships to romantic partnerships and really that sense of community. You have to become very clear on yourself, right? And that that's why I said earlier, you know, like in the beginning of your Saturn return, if you haven't done the healing or you haven't been self-aware, that's when we're going through shedding, you know, like it's that collapse moment, it's the tower moment, it's the ego death, right? And um, just complete shedding, right? Because you have to really get very anchored on who am I? And that may be one of the most emotional questions that you will have to ask yourself. Um, but there's going to be a point where the next time you ask yourself that that very question, after your sign of return, you have an answer. I know exactly who I am. And it's blank, 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 right? Um, with so much assurance to it. So um, it's very important to become a clear mirror. Like, what is the mirror that I'm reflecting? Who am I? And what am I showing the world? And am I in a place of integrity and being genuine? and sincere with all that I do. And if I am, I'm going to start meeting the right people who are also genuine and sincere and humbled people, right? And that's that perfect ecosystem. You know, when you were talking, I was thinking about that word, like Saturn helps us with the ecosystem because it's not just about you growing. It's about you need the right environment to grow in, right? It's kind of like gardening. You know, you got to tend to the soil of yourself, but you know, um, as a gardener, you plant others around you, right? So you got to find the right plants that can coexist and help each other in the the soil of it. Like we're all networking and healing and helping and being there for each other and uplifting each other um, in the de- the depths of it, right? And then we can all shine individually and as a group on the outside, you know, from what is blossom per person, right, within each other. So Becoming a clear mirror helps us with mirroring the right relationships. You know, as you said, I started to mirror my higher self, right? Which is also Saturn letting you know, like, this is possible, right? Like, there's people who exist who are at that frequency and that consciousness, that vibration as you are. But before you had to meet them, you had to really believe in yourself that you were even that, right? Um, And that's where the the healing and the tears and all that comes out because we have to really – leave imposter syndrome we have to really leave our insecurities behind and kind of go through like many funerals um internally you know like the shadow is always going through a death right but then you start to learn that there's a sacred a sacredness to death and that maybe me as a scorpio <laughs> uh, making it very poetic about death but you start to see like the death on the inside is important right and it's special and you know even as you know as we're talking today, um, and these are the final days of the transition into uh, Saturn and Pisces, as you as you said in the beginning of like you and your friend and you had that conversation and she said, you know, you're in the waiting room. It's kind of like that, too, of like finding solace with like it's over. 
you know, but it's like a, a funeral process. Like a part of me is officially gone. That 20 year old journey is officially ending. Um, and there was the, the fun, there was the mistakes, there was all the things of your twenties, but you become grateful for it. But also you, you learn wisdom of like, there's certain things I won't do again, <laughs> you know, but I'm happy I lived it out. Right. At least the universe gave me permission to do all the things. But now I know certain things I just won't do, right? Certain people I won't just, I won't align with. Certain people I won't date um, because it's not good for me, right? Um, it's not good for my ecosystem, my energetic ecosystem, my emotional ecosystem in space, right? And it's not where I'm going, right? So it teaches you that. So that's a beautiful thing about, you know, becoming a clear mirror within yourself and then it reflects outward to community. I love that. I like started getting emotional when you when you were talking about like this funeral this being like a funeral and like really having that solace and like deep acceptance that like you're just you're no longer who you were you know and it really is that like goodbye like to who you've been through your 20s mm -hmm. um and it's very bittersweet and yeah, I mean, that really is what like this first Saturn return is, because like even when you just think about it from like an age perspective, you know, the moment that I turned 29, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is my last year yeah. in my 20s. And, you know, I've been reflecting a lot on like, you know, my 21 version me my 22 version of me 23 and all that all, all the all these versions of me that i've been who i'm i'm so grateful for um so reflecting on that but also like when you start thinking about the decade that you're about to step into and and for me as someone who does want the marriage and does want um the children um you start thinking like oh, this is, I'm stepping into the decade where I become a mother. Like I'm stepping into the decade where like, I, I, you know, I'm aligning with yeah. my life partner, you know, God willing. And your Saturn return does consist of those like reflections of like who you've been, but also these like really sobering moments and realizations of like who you're about to become and like what you're about to step into and what that requires of you. That's something that I've been asking myself a lot as my visions have become clearer and clearer of like, you know, who I'm meant to become and who I truly desire to be and who I, who I intuitively feel I'm meant to be. It's like, what does that require of me? You know? And you start working on what that requires of you in your Saturn return. And I know I've, I knew like one of the first things I knew stepping into my Saturn return is like, I need to heal. <laughs> like, the, like step one, <laughs> yeah. I need to heal. I need to confront these shadows. And like one of the first things that I confronted, which we're not going to get super into it. Um, and I have other, I feel like, I feel like a lot of the podcast episodes that I've done, like with my own self are a reflection of the things I've been working on through my Saturn return now that I realize it. But one of the things, because you kind of archived it still, you know, mm -hmm. um, digitally, you still archived it. So even though you're saying goodbye to your twenties, you can still go back to like, okay, this episode, I was this age and look at like what I was learning, you know, look how much I've 
change from that to where I'm at now. So that's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, and I'm so great. And, and, you know, this podcast was birthed from this, like I, I started this podcast at the very beginning of my Saturn return and also committed myself to my YouTube channel during my Saturn return, which goes back to like me really amplifying and using my voice in ways that I hadn't before. Um, but one of the first things that I confronted was like, just like my codependency, like my attachment styles, like I went straight into relationships, which then led me to like, you know, uh, generational cycles and ancestral work. And it really like center return really took me on such a deep, deep, beautiful yeah. <laughs> awakening journey. You know, and as you were saying that I, I, heard, I got the message of, when we're thinking about our Saturn returns and even ending the Saturn returns, you know, it teaches us about there's a point where you, we have to be sometimes our prayers and our own intentions and visions and things that we want manifested. There's a lot of requirements for a manifestation to come. There's a lot of requirements that go into a prayer coming true. Right. And sometimes you are part of those requirements. Like I have to match up to the requirements that I'm even saying, right. Whether it's a new moon or a full moon ceremony, ceremony, whether it's a journaling prop, like I, okay, I'm asking for this and spirit is like, okay, well, we need to make sure that you're in that space to even receive it. Right. So, you know, there's a part where, we have to be prepared for the requirements, right? Um, that we're asking for and becoming, you know? So that was one thing I thought of. Um, and the other thing that I thought about when you were talking about, you know, as you said, when I'm entering my thirties, I'm in the time that I'm now entering my motherhood. Like it's about to happen in this season of my life, right? Um, I had the question of now that you're ending your Saturn turn, do you feel do you feel like you are in a good place with your mind and your spirit? Like you feel proud of yourself, like the woman that you are today after the Saturn return? That do you feel more equipped and prepared to enter motherhood? Do you have more clarity about it compared to, let's say, your 25-year-old self or the 21-year-old self who had a, you know, a vision of motherhood and being married? Is it two different answers of like what you was going to expect and are you happy if there's a difference between that yeah honestly i'm really grateful to say that yes i do feel mentally spiritually emotionally equipped for motherhood um and i think that that also plays a role into like when i'm when i meant like i just i feel like i initiated into womanhood that's part of that reason. Um, but the significant difference for me is that like through my 20s, like I, this is just like an example of what I'm trying to say. Like through my 20s, I knew that I, like I knew what I deserved, right? Like I deserve to be treated right. I deserve respect. I deserve um, these kinds of friendships and this kind of love. I am worthy of abundance. I'm worthy of xyz but like now this version of me feels like i'm actually embodying embodying it i feel like i've actually embodied the worthiness i've embodied um the truth of what i know 
I deserve. And I feel like with that embodiment, I can actually be a sincere example for my children and my descendants, you know, because like you can say, um, you know, that you're worthy of something, but do you actually, is it embodied within you enough to where you're ready, you're ready for it and you're actually manifesting relationships and experiences that reflect that worthiness. And I feel like I've been beginning to manifest those relationships and experiences that are affirming that I've embodied this because I feel like I'm worthy of the love that I'm receiving from the relationships I have now. I feel like I'm worthy of the uh, abundance and prosperity that's tied to the conversations I'm beginning to have. So just, you know, kind of long story short, feeling like I'm actually a sincere example now for Mm -hmm. like my children um, makes me feel like I'm definitely more equipped than I was before. Yeah. I definitely feel less naive. I feel more like grown, <laughs> more grown. Yeah. Like just like, like, just like no longer wasting time, you know, like if, like if something feels off, I'm going to like the intuition piece really is such a big part of it. Like you just, you realize like, girl, there were so many red flags in the beginning, but you didn't listen. Like you, you totally like lessened your boundaries or like, you know, and it was, you realize that it was all out of fear, like realizing through your twenties, the decisions you've made out of fear. And, and I feel like now it's like after your Saturn return, if you like really receive it and what it's trying to teach you, it's like you begin to make decisions out of love and make decisions out of spirit um rather than fear and ego yeah do you feel that what you're calling in for like a husband and a family is it is it a different vision than what you had started off with in your 20s you know from 20 to 21 is that a whole nother version of what the husband is supposed to be (laughs) the lifestyle is supposed to be or is it the same vision I think the most significant difference now is that it is incredibly important to me that my partner has his own spiritual foundation. Mm-hmm. Like that's not something that I even was like, I didn't even really think of that yeah. with my partner. Cause like, like do, did I care if I went, if he went to church or not? Cause I, I had a very like kind of limited perception of like, what it meant to be in relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And for me now, it's like, it's top priority. Like it has to be like, our relationship has to be like God first, divine first, spirit first within ourselves. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's like the biggest difference, which is like, that's game changing. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it is, but I just like, I honestly, like, I think I've mentioned this to you before, but like, I, I never really saw myself being a woman that's like, pr- like that would be praying every day, like has like her altar. Cause like, yeah. Um, 
just the thing like I never saw myself doing like reading oracles and just a lot of the things that I do now I never even saw myself doing practicing yoga like and stepping into the yogic path did not see any of that and now that I am walking that it's like it just it because our mind body and spirit really are so interconnected it really does just like change every aspect of your life so it's a a lot of pleasant surprises you know like oh i wasn't expecting to like turn into this but i'm so glad that i did mm, yeah and have you felt as i was saying about like saturn helps us with like the real clear mirror of like relationship and community and you know, it helps shift our ecosystem. Have you went through a big shift in that particular way from your 20s to leaving your 20s of, has your community shifted or the vision or the requirements that you have about community and friendship? Is it a, a different, you know, kind of answer than who you were in your early 20s? The first thing that's like really coming to mind for me is that like, it really has become quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like you, you really grow to like, just care about the quality of your relationships, the quality of your life, rather than like the quantity of the things and people that you have in your life. I think, I feel like through my twenties, I was kind of caught up in like the notion that like, the more you have, the more successful you are, the more people, you know, the more relationships, you know, and now it's like, I feel so blessed and so satisfied and like so strong and strengthened by like even just a handful of like really really quality people and and friendships and relationships yeah um so i would say like that's probably like the biggest the biggest shift because like even stepping into my son of return i feel like i was because it wasn't long before that that i moved to la so i feel like in the beginning of my Saturn return and and leading up to it, I was like really trying to make friends, like really trying to make new friends and like kind of like forcing certain relationships to happen or like kind of like forcing myself out there. And like, it just didn't feel right. And the more that I just kind of surrendered to, and surrender is like, I would say, one of the biggest practices through my Saturn return, but like the more that I just kind of surrendered to like, okay, I'm being called to just be in solitude right now. Let me just surrender to this and allow, you know, it to work, whatever it's trying to work through me. The more that I just kind of surrendered and like practice trust and had faith in like how everything was divinely unfolding, eventually things naturally people and relationships started to like just naturally align with me um and you realize that that's really how life is supposed to be right like it's not it's not meant things and people and relationships and opportunities like just aren't meant to be forced like it it really like life really can be experienced easily it just it really just takes a lot of faith (laughs) and surrender and trust and vulnerability like i think the vulnerability is a really big piece
Let's take a moment, let's take a breather and talk about our partner, Athletic Greens, who I'm so grateful for. They support this podcast, this community, the conversations we have here, and they support our overall health and well-being. Last year, they introduced me to one of their products called AG1, and I'm telling you, it's been a game changer for you, girl. I've been taking AG1 every single morning for the past few months after I get home from the gym and before I have breakfast. And again, like I just said, it's been a game changer and I'm so excited to tell you just a bit more about it. So what is AG1? With one scoop of AG1, you are absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source ingredients, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, aging, literally all the things. It's such a great product and I love that it's lifestyle friendly. So whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free or gluten-free, it's friendly for your lifestyle of choice and it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good. I'm keeping it real with you all. This product sincerely tastes so good and it costs you less than $3 a day. So it's such a great investment. If you're looking for a product to invest in for your overall health and well-being, I'm telling you, AG1 is definitely a product to look into. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash SWG. Again, that's athleticgreens.com forward slash SWG to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I have left a link in the description below. Now, without further ado, let's get back into this great conversation. Earlier, as we were like talking about, I think it was when we were talking about like mirror reflections, something that I, and also as we've talked about, like, you know, the alignment to the ultimate truth of who you are and who you're meant to be and just of life. Um, I think it's important to note that like, it's really only when you are truly your true self that you align with what's truly meant for you. It became very clear for me, like, if I'm not who I truly am, then I'm going to keep aligning with people, places, and things that reflect who I'm, who I am not, who I truly am not. You know, and like the more that you align with who you truly are, the more that you align with who and what is truly meant for you. You know, it's funny that you said that because I've been having this like internal joke (laughs) that I've been saying since February, but it got more stronger since this month of March started was um, I've been just saying this joke that I'm at peace with me entering the Saturn return. And it's been specifically about um this sense about relationship because the moon was in Leo currently announced in Virgo, but it's both activating like my inner, you know, playful side. And I remember just saying like, 
I know spirit got me when it comes to my husband because, you know, um, because when you're really your true self, that means that there's someone that loves you for the full of you right and it's kind of like I just been having this joke of like laughing about it of like he's down for me being who I am you know I don't have to change or um, be someone I'm not to get some type of you know relationship or approval or validation you know like spirits you know really telling you you know it's it's important to be you because there's someone that spirit has already prepared for to meet you right the same thing when it comes to if you're your true self in the sense of your purpose and your career your business then the things that are meant to be happening of success rewards achievements acknowledgments that you never knew was part of your path is coming because you stay true to your integrity right and your genuineness that those things get rewarded you know goodness does get rewarded over time for for a multiple period of time but it also does come in the moment you know so i think that's uh, like a beautiful teacher because even though i haven't started my saturn return and for everyone who's listening to the episode you're still experiencing saturn and all these different zodiac signs at some point in your chart. There's still an area of your chart that Saturn is going to, to teach you the discipline and the structure, right? So for when it was in Aquarius, it was in my 10th house of career, you know? And the interesting thing is the pandemic was my biggest time of how you said, like it was about you reclaiming your voice. Mine's was like Saturn and Aquarius was really about me coming out of my shell and kind of doing a lot more video like podcasts workshops doing a lot more speaking engagements doing classes right like it was helping me grow and i was still you know going through the motions of it you know like okay spirit sees this part of me and it helped me see like there's certain things that i really want to do deep down that i never was giving myself permission to do until the pandemic and it was like, you know, what? it's go time. Like, and there was just this shift where like, there was no insecurity or like frightened voice within me that was like, are you sure? Like there was no doubt that came. And that's why I was able to make the achievements that I could from 2020 to this year of 2023. And I'm very proud of myself for those pivots and those acceleration points and that wasn't me even experiencing the saturn return but saturn was still helping me the same way that saturn is still helping all of us as it's somewhere in our birth chart you know so when it comes to our saturn return it's just about saturn still doing its thing but now it's more personal you know like you know this is our our one-on-one time me and saturn right and so yeah it, it it's still a great teacher but i've healed and grown a lot with Saturn and Aquarius. Yeah, I think I think the collective has, you know, for sure. Um, and I love that you brought up like give yourself permission because I think that that was like a big theme too. I don't know if it's like specific to Saturn return or just like the past few years, but and it's actually been coming up for me again. But I don't think we we fully realize like where we're not giving ourselves permission. Mm-hmm. Like I, I like 
it really does go kind of back to like how we kind of like inflict our own suffering or how we kind of like self-sabotage and like hold ourselves back. And it's like, when you think about it without thinking deeply, you're like, there's no way I'm holding myself back. Like, why would I do that? But when you think more deeply on it and like, you kind of like examine your subconscious and like the patterns that you keep on repeating, it's very like, wait, yeah, like you start realizing like, hmm, I actually haven't given myself permission to do this or actually I have allowed this fear to hold me back from trying this out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm glad that you brought that up. And I think that that's something important to contemplate. Um, and another thing that I wanted to bring up is, I don't remember what it was specifically that you said, but I do want to hold space for the fact that like receptivity has been a big thing Mm. like not just like what am i what am i giving myself permission to do but also what am i giving myself permission to receive and like what am i allowing myself to receive what am i opening myself up to receive like that was yeah, practicing like receptivity and just like through because my Saturn return was like my profound spiritual awakening, like part of what I awakened to was just like how important our receptivity is. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it goes deeper, you know, because it is very subconscious. But when we think about relationships, friendships to business relationships to a partner, you have to really ask yourself if they're doing mistreatment or subtle things, I'm still giving permission subconsciously because I'm letting it happen. And that's when your Saturn returns get loud about it. Like, hey, you're subtly still saying that this behavior, that it's not good and it's not healthy. You're still giving permission for it to slide, which means that you're still saying yes to it. And Saturn is such a, a planet about boundaries, you know? So it's about like, you got to be firm with your yes and you got to be firm with your no and mean what you say. Like, if I say yes, I'm okay with this. I really mean it right now. If there's an internal voice that's screaming, like you should never say yes to this one thing, but I'm going with it. Then you're out of integrity. You know, you're out of alignment with yourself. Right. And you realize that from your inner child of, you know, from it being a kid all the way until you're, you're 25, right? Or let's say until 27, people's opinions do matter to you. Now, is it the best thing for it to matter? Maybe not so much. Maybe we put too much weight into it. But with our Saturn return, it definitely teaches us that if you're out of alignment to yourself, the number one biggest person that you don't want to disappoint is you. Like when you really start disappointing yourself internally, that really messes with you. Like it doesn't matter if I'm disappointing someone else when I'm out of integrity and I'm just going with the flow of what other people want. That breaks your soul because that hurts because it's like, why am I just listening to be likable? Right. Um, When my spirit is not happy with my choices. So you learn at some point that I need to really um Make sure that I'm not making my spirit disappointed because that really hurts. That's a whole another type of hurt that you can experience. So it's about definitely giving yourself permission to make sure that you're always in alignment to your happiness. And part of that means I need to always stay happy. 
how do I always stay happy? I need to do the right decisions and have that discernment to do the right things that will continue that energy flow, right? That I'm in joy at all times. I'm in safety at all times. I'm in the right spaces at all times, right? All that fuels this alignment to happiness, right? Um, But when I subtly go against myself, when I subtly, you know, self-sabotage, I'm disappointing myself and disappointing your own spirit is like a heartbreak that you didn't know existed until you experience it. And then after that, you realize I never want to do that again. I never want to disappoint myself because when you disappoint yourself, you are disappointing, not you only, but also spirit because spirit is the one advocating for you. So it's kind of like, okay, I need to stop beating myself so much um, to make other people like me, right? It's about doing your own thing. Yeah, I I, I do feel like your Saturn return does deepen your relationship with yourself. Again, it, like, you know, I, I just, I feel called to like clarify, like everything that we're touching on, like Saturn return doesn't just give to you. Again, it's like kind of like the receptivity piece of like, being receptive to receive the lessons and whatever it is that Saturn brings you and like you doing your part to make the most of it and to actually learn the lessons and to devote yourself to the practices that you're aligning to during your Saturn return. Um, But I do feel like, like if you are surrendering to your Saturn return, it does end up deepening your relationship with yourself because The most important person that like you need to support you is you. The most important person that you need to encourage you is you. The most important person you need to believe in you is you. The most important person that you need to um, heal you is you. Like literally like every aspect, like the most important person is you, like in your life. And the medicine is... Saturn gives us the ego death. So, you know, Saturn has this mystical kind of teaching that when we, when Saturn says advocate and really do things for you, it's not the narcissistic ego that's like, let's do it our way. Like, that's not the same thing, you know, and and you have to really split it of like, okay, my, the ego is not me at all because it has a certain structure and a flow that isn't always in integrity and it's not always genuine so you know it it helps us with like kind of leaving you know because in our 20s you could be a little bit you know selfish and a little bit narcissistic right and saturn teaches us like detox from that like really you know being in alignment to you is not about narcissism it's not about um selfishness it's not about the ego it's about reversing all that because we slowly start to learn in our saturn return that the ego is is our is an immature kind of energy um and it's very bossy but it's very immature and saturn is teaching us how to mature and grow up and it's kind of like you don't need that kind of mentality or perspective right in your consciousness anymore and that's a big shift for a lot of people of like okay the real self is not the ego self the real self is the the higher self the the soul right the the version of me when i'm meditating the version of me i'm seeing in my dreams like that person that's in wellness at all times that person who's you know changing other people's lives and empowering others so like and you know really lighting up others 
to their calling and their joy and healing. That is not the ego at all. So it's like that mystical teaching of Saturn in its own way, going to help you understand that there's a distinct difference between those two things. Your Saturn return really is like a detoxification. Like it really is like a purification on so many levels. Um, And something that I, that I want to touch on is something that you brought up earlier when you were talking about like the seed and like creating a right environment for the seed. I feel like your Saturn return is like, is that time where you are creating that right environment um, for your purpose, for your visions, for your health and wellness, for your right relationships. It's like the right environment internally first so that it can create externally in your life. In the beginning of this conversation, just to like kind of start bringing this conversation to a close, but you mentioned that Saturn has more than one moon and that's not that's something that doesn't get talked about enough i'm curious to know what else you feel doesn't get talked about enough in regards to saturn or saturn return and if you want to expand on saturn having multiple moons and how that comes into play with this yeah well see i have my own mystical way of how i see astrology but um it's a mixture of indigenous cosmology, astrology, and astronomy of how I kind of just interpret the universe itself and all the planets that exist in it. But um, Saturn has 83 moons, and I don't think no one talks about that. Um, I think we only focus on the rings, but both parts are important. Um, With the moons, the way I see it is that there's there's different forms of depth that we can all develop and master, right? Um, Because when we think of the moon, we think of, you know, this time of it helps us with our abilities, with, you know, psychic abilities, intuition. It helps us with dreaming clearly, right? But for Saturn to have 83 moons, it's kind of like, it's a very wise planet. It has a lot of intuition, right? And so when it kind of invokes these messages to us really trust it right because it has a lot of um it has a lot of mastery to have developed that many moons around it right and really trust that it does make you have the wise path that you're meant to have right um i always kind of see it as saturn is more of a masculine kind of planet so the way i see it is in a funny way like it's a grandpa you know like it's the it's a planet that's lived many many years and it has a lot of stories and it has a lot of experiences um but through experience you gain wisdom right through your mistakes you learn from them and so i trust that planet because it's like it's went through a lot right and it's it knows so much right so and it's it teaches you about like this sense of like carrying yourself um in this empowered confident way you know so i don't know i feel like i have a an interesting relation with each planet, um, not just Earth and the moon, our moon itself, but for Saturn, it's just more of like a respect thing of like, this is an elder 
planet a grandpa and I really value what it says and what it's telling me like it knows more about us and humanity for millions of years right so if it says hey pivot hey this is not the right move I'm gonna trust it because you obviously know more than what we know down here on earth you know um but also I don't think what's talked about with Saturn is um there's different, there's multiple rings, right? And it teaches us like there's multiple ways that we're supposed to have boundaries, right? Like you have to be very clear on the boundary that you have with self, right? You have to be very clear with your relationship to self, right? Um, and really show up for you because you can't really, I think in the spiritual and wellness space, we, a lot of people are caught up in, we're all meant to be of service to people because we're going through an awakening, which is true. But I think we miss the messaging that in order to be of service to other people, you have to serve you, right? Because you are you have to see the value of your own humanity, right? Like you go through things, you, you've been scarred by things, you've been hurt by things, right? In your past, and you have to show up to yourself, right? And that's the real depth of self-care, like really caring and loving and wanting to heal it, right? And not telling yourself, I'm going to put a rain check on it, right? Like I'll heal myself later. I just want to be of service to millions of other people now, right? Because that's not how it works, right? Because you can't really help people if you haven't really healed and overcame something yourself. Because if you haven't, you don't really have the wisdom, to kind of share that, to help people have a wake up call. Like, I get it, right? Like, oh, you know, I understand. Like that person has went through a lot, you know, and I'm walking that same path that this person's saying, but, you know, because they made this pivot and they went through certain things in life, I'm learning from it and that's a teacher, right? And so I think it teaches us like how to become the teacher, like the students now becoming the teacher, but there's a lot of like, in an interesting kind of fun way to kind of put it. It's kind of like we're in like grad school <laughs> and there's a lot of mastery for those exams to get passed for you to graduate, to become a teacher, to serve other people and, and put them in the place where they're actually going the right direction in their life, right? Like you have to know your life and your direction so that you can help direct other people on the path because if you're in confusion and your intuitive gps is like wonky and not working right and you're going through some internal battles and if there's people coming to you on your path who has those same things how are you meant to help them if you don't know if you haven't actually accomplished that healing and that gift of medicine right so um it's, it teaches us like really take care of you Right. Um, because for probably, if not your whole life, at some point in your life, there was some type of subconscious messaging within culture and society that we had to put ourselves in the back burners, right, to make sure everyone else was good. Right. And there's a societal cultural thing about people pleasing, right, like very subconscious for a lot of people. Right. Like we have to make sure everyone's good and taken care of. But we're always last. And Saturn teaches us like, hey, stop doing that because it's in its own way abusive, right? Like when we're continuing continuously not 
letting us ourselves feel our emotions and our pain, right? If we're continuing survivor mode, if we're continuing to have our nervous system shattered, but it's like, I have to show up and do this for X, Y, and Z and for this person and this person and this person, and you're in this lifestyle of burnout, right? But when you see millions of people in our society go through burnout and it's a norm, right? It teaches you like, not to to be in that space of real alignment. So Saturn is like, hey, the matrix <laughs> in its own way is crumbling, right? So why are we listening to this societal message of like burnout, people pleasing, wanting to jump ahead when you're not ready to jump ahead to certain things with service, right? It's about slowing down, right? And sometimes when we slow down, you hear your real spirit talk to you, right? Like in the last episode we had, I talked about like that spiritual moment when we're in our cave, like our season of our cave, like we're in and you have to face all the stuff that is there, right? But Saturn teaches us like, there's beauty in your scars. There's beauty in every shadow that you've been an archetype for, that you have attached to you, right? There's beauty in that to heal it. But also when you're in your darkest point, know that there's gold there, right? Like alchemize it to to your light, right? And then leave that cave fully equipped, right? Because we have to be prepared for us to meet our higher self, to become our higher self, right? It's about the becoming, right? We're becoming the teacher, right? In whatever way that is meant to be. Like I always tell people being a medicine person, you know, a medicine woman, a medicine man can come in many different ways that you're meant to heal people through being an author, right? Your medicine is through illustration or through a book or through capturing things on film, right? Being a medicine person is diverse. You can heal people through being a life coach or a motivational speaker or someone who's meant to do public speaking in big arenas like TED Talk or some other type of space, right? It can come in many different ways, but Saturn is like, in order to get to that, we have to make sure that you're good inside and out. And there's a lot of things that you're not good on because there's a lot of things that you've went through from friendships to family, to partnerships, to other parts of your identity that you've experienced that you just kind of put it under the rug, put it on under the rug. You know, let's talk about it later. I'll deal with that another time. And now Saturn is kind of tapping you on your shoulder. Like, well, that other time, that you've been saying since you were 14, it's now, like that time is now. Focus on all these rain checks that you've been doing because time is up for delaying, right? Like the universe gave you permission to kind of ignore some stuff, right? But now it's like, okay, you wasn't meant to be ignoring that forever. So the time is now to kind of show up to your medicine. Right. So it's it really is us kind of going through like this graduation, you know, of 
we're leaving grad school, right? Well, the Saturn and Pisces is like, we're entering grad school. We're about to master these topics and skill sets of whatever we're chosen to be at for our, our mission and our assignment, right? I have a different mission, so I'm in a different classroom than someone else who's in a different classroom in their Saturn return in Pisces, right? But we're in this big grad school, fine tuning, things to get to that graduation day, right? To become the teacher at this ultra other level that we're meant to be. But first it's like, focus on you because that's service, right? And if we've jumped into service before Saturn return, nothing's wrong with that. But I think Saturn does, you know, kind of tell you to still refocus back to you. And that may be the biggest shift because you're not used to it. Right. So it is about really love you. Right. Really. And you have to really start asking questions of what is love and what is unhealthy. And really get into that conversation of when it comes to me, am I really there for myself? Right. And back to another word, deservability. Right. Like after we've healed our shadow work and we've done all the things, right. And we've healed from our traumas. The next step is once you're out of that, you have to really ask yourself the question, am I ready to receive goodness? Because you've been told for all your life that good things come to other people, right. Or good things come to, you know, someone else who has this particular lifestyle. But now the universe is like, goodness is about to come to your doorstep, but are you going to be open arms to receive it? Right. And are you in a place where it's like, okay, I am deserving of it and I'm ready for these manifestations and these prayers and intentions to finally come true to me. And I, I want them so much that I will change my life for it. Like I will change and grow for the things that I'm saying, right? If that's a clear yes, great. Your Saturn return is going to be an excellent time. All three periods of your Saturn return, right? But if it's kind of like, I want, want, want from the universe, but I don't want to change. I don't want to grow. I don't want to show up. I don't want to, you know, listen to the requirements that the universe is saying, well, you got to tweak this and you got to heal this. And I'm saying no, no, no to that. You know, then you're going to have a tough time, right? And that's when the other part of Saturn is Saturn is the planet of karma, <laughs> which is if you keep denying yourself, the karma comes to you of like, okay, this is what it looks like when you don't listen, right? So, you know, you got to really ask yourself the question is being stubborn <laughs> um, really worth it um, when spirit and the universe is really conspiring in your favor to give you everything that you want? in the immediate now. But if you have the subconscious programming of I don't deserve good things and it's too good to be true and it, you know, someone else is going to get it, we have to leave that. Right? We have to really leave that type of abusive self-talk and that ego um because it's not serving your garden, you know, your spiritual garden. It's not really helping you grow at all. It's not helping your ecosystem. It's not helping your vibration and consciousness. So 
it, it gets to that point of like this grandpa, you know, that's like, hey, I see greatness in you. I see the light in you, but you got to see that in yourself, like really. And not just the the surface level, like, oh, I see it in a meditation. Oh, I see it, the life. Like, no. Do you really see yourself changing and growing to become that person? Right. And if you listen to that wisdom and to what the rest of the universe is doing, because all the other planets are still helping us, you know, through the Saturn return, you're going to do great. Right. Um, but it's now like showing up for the universe. Right. Um, and that means showing up for you into your expansive beauty that you have inside and out. Right. And then you focus on, okay, service to humanity, right? Because your your service to humanity has to be authentic. It has to be genuine. It has to be pure. It, it, it shouldn't be the matrix level of capitalistic way of service. Like I have a job, I have a program, I have a workshop and the ego matrix is like, it's a money thing, right? Because when we think in that way, that's when people sign returns come and it takes them by storm and people make these huge pivots and change their whole career right jobs are lost things are removed when you're not doing it for the right reasons to be of service to humanity right so if it's like a a cash grab whatever it is whether it's you supposed to be writing a book but you see it as a cash thing and not a genuine storytelling thing to change people's lives who read page by page of your work whatever it is if it's not genuine that saturn return is going to take it away right so really understand like the the depth of how old the universe is and how much knowledge and wisdom it knows trust that it wants you to be equally like that because the universe is your mirror so it's like oh i need to really be in this depth every action is should be intentional right everything that i do for myself has to matter right everything of how i be of service to humanity whether it's community whether it's for the city that i'm in the neighborhood that i rep or on a bigger level for an international thing i have to really be in integrity and sincere right saturn rewards sincerity right? Saturn doesn't, you know, reward selfishness. So we're going to see a lot of things change in our collective of people who've done careers that were selfish, that wasn't sincere or genuine or why they got into that arena or space. Things are going to change. Things are being removed. And that's a good thing, right? Now for the people who've been sincere, inside and out through and through with everything that they do and everything that they are you know we're going to see a lot of people shine during this time of darkness on the earth a lot of people are going to shine and the lights are going to be turned on and it's going to be a beautiful moment because again saturn goes into pisces on tuesday right march 7th um and pisces is about spiritual spirituality Right, even religion. So even though there's a lot of toxicness with that space, pure people who've who've done it genuinely, they will now climb 
for us to notice them, right? The real leaders in disguise who are healers in that space and the real healers in, in the wellness space, spiritual space, the art space, the music space, real genuine people where their time didn't come of them shining, right? And them being noticed. Now we're going to see the good people win and, and finally be seen during this Saturn and Pisces, right? So again, Saturn and Aquarius, even if all people didn't go through their Saturn return in Aquarius, right? Because we all have different Saturns and a different zodiac sign. Aquarius was still helping us of like a vision, right? So the visionaries graduated, you know, in a way. Now it's like the dreamers are graduating, the ones who who see something else, but have that contact, right? So there's like this beautiful kind of story that's playing out in the universe right now. So it's like, again, with Pisces, us going into our dreams, right? Like the vision was Aquarius, you know, did you see your vision? Okay, now we're about to dream it into real life, right? So now it's kind of like, again, the people, of goodness, the light workers of the world, no matter what gender, race that you are, right? Light workers come in disguise in many different ways. This Saturn and Pisces is like seeing the people who were disciplined in their goodness and sincerity finally win and come on online for us to see them and know about them. And that is also me and you and many other people who are listening, right? Who've done good but maybe the the big break to the dream didn't come true yet now pisces is like the dream is here right so there's like that beauty with saturn i really love how you described saturn like i never saw saturn in that way with like about the rings and the moons i just i feel like i have a whole new perspective on saturn um so you worded that so beautifully and everything else that you shared um i can tell when you're like receiving and like channeling because i'm similar like when i have my eyes closed like that's how you know (laughs) um but the one thing i just like want to briefly touch on is like you know you touched on the deserving piece and i feel like my saturn return is ending with that Like, do you feel deserving to receive what you're about to receive? Because I've begun to receive things that like have tested, have tested my receptivity that I've been practicing, have tested my worthiness that I've been strengthening. Um, And I feel, I just have felt like so vulnerable, like, and tender and like, um yesterday when i meditated with ceremonial cacao i did like a one hour meditation and and a a download that i received was like let yourself be taken care of Mm. and girl tears (laughs) (laughs) but (laughs) but like that was just such a beautiful download like let yourself be taken care of you know like like don't resist being taken care of by by all the ways that the divine is like 
showing up for you through people, through opportunities, through your internal, like, yeah. So that's, that's kind of like, I feel like what I'm focusing on is like ending Saturn return with, you know what I deserve. I deserve. Yeah. 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 Um, we touched on so much in this conversation. I feel like I, I wish that I had this conversation to listen to when I was stepping into my Saturn return. We touched on, you know, some of like the very key aspects of Saturn return, which are like discipline, integrity, boundaries, worthiness, um, seeing the bigger picture, like decision making, trusting your intuition. Um, gaining clarity, being more serious um, about the decisions that you're making, stepping into adulthood, that initiation, um, the truth, aligning with your true self, relationships, receptivity, preparation, permission, detoxify, like all of that really is a part of Santa Return. And as you mentioned, Saturn return really is kind of like that one-on-one with Saturn and it's more personal. So like, obviously with everyone listening to this, we're all going to have our own unique experiences within our Saturn return. Um, but, and as always, there's so many more questions that I can ask you, but I think the last question that I want to ask you is just like, how do you feel like, that you're like about to step into your Saturn return. Like I'm, I'm glad, you know, with these podcast conversations, I typically like to record, you know, mm-hmm. at least a couple weeks in advance, but I'm glad that we're recording this literally just a couple days before March 7th. Um, because I feel like we're in that energy. We're, we're Yeah. We're in the energy of it, of like, you know, me, the closing of my Santa return and you, the beginning. So like, just how do you feel knowing that you're like about to step into this very significant mm. time of your life? You know, the interesting thing for me is I think Saturn, as we were talking about in this episode, really helps people with their spiritual path and just that piece of what do I believe in? And does that belief help me move forward or is it holding me back? You know, for me, I already have that spiritual side very grounded. And what I pick up with the Pisces part is me really exploring and giving myself permission for the art, artistic side of me, like a part of me that I, I did do in my high school years. And then I did push it away, you know, and I realized like I am sensitive about art and like my way of storytelling right and i feel like that part of me is coming online and and saturn is going to be like okay we're being serious about it so i feel um very happy and at peace with it i do feel not a sense of sadness in the sense that i'm sad that my 20s are over i'm happy that they're coming to an end but i think it's more of like tears of um being proud of myself that I want to feel um, because 20 year old, well, from 18, like leaving high school, 18 year old Ray to, to now is a big difference, like a lot of transformations. And I'm just proud of her, you know, like every 
point in my life was leading me to the next point, right? So because of where I'm at now and just how much I've accomplished, you know, internally and externally, I'm really proud of just me from an inner child lens to an inner teenager lens. Like I'm proud because they did it the right way the whole time. Like that's the, the magical part is like divine timing is I did the right things at the right time and healed at the right time and went through stuff at the right time, you know, and got experience at the right time for now. So I feel like I want to cry <laughs> after this episode just to like, you know, say a goodbye to me, you know, being in my 20s, being young, but it's more like proud tears, not sadness in a, in a sense, but I'm excited for this Saturn return in Pisces for me. Um, and I did want to leave off on saying that Saturn doesn't deny us of things. It delays things, but it never denies. So I always say like, that's the power of this Saturn in Pisces, which is the good people, the light workers, the healers, the mentors, the authors, the musicians of the world, the people who are the humanitarians of the world, the people who do charity work. Like good people on this planet have not gotten credit the way that they deserve. Um, Good people don't get the respect or the appreciation that they deserve. Um, But the way I'm picking up on this Saturn and Pisces as we're in this portal energy of it, it, the message that's just very clear is Saturn is never going to deny, right? It's delayed, but this is the time where we're going to see the good people finally win in many different spaces on this entire planet. And so I'm happy that that's like the message I want to leave off with is that things are not being denied of us. It's been delayed, but goodness is always rewarded. So this is the time to see like the power of real sincerity. Sincerity really is a superpower. Um, And it does have advantages in life. And we're going to see that with the Saturn and Pisces. I am really looking forward to it. And you expressing that, like, I mean, you've been reflecting on like you through your twenties and like, that's, you know, as I mentioned, like earlier, like your center return will have you reflecting on you. Uh, This first center return will have you reflecting on like you through your twenties and then you and who you're becoming. Um, So you're in that space and I'm really looking forward to what the Saturn return will gift you. Really, it really is all gifts, you know, like really like everyone listening, like step into your Saturn return, like with the perception that you're about to receive a lot of gifts and they may not be the kinds of gifts that (laughs) that you would uh anticipate maybe um or the types of gifts that you typically receive but they're nevertheless gifts um regardless of your perception um so 
Yeah, Saturn right. has already made me like an old lady, so I'm kind of curious of like <laughs> how mature am I going to get? <laughs> because I feel like a lot of people online think I'm an old person <laughs> um, with my age, and I just find the comedy of it like, okay, maybe I'm going to have a reverse effect like a Benjamin Button. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to come out on the other side as like a 600 year old. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. No, really. Like, yeah, the wisdom is real and definitely like shout out to Saturn. So grateful. So, so grateful and so grateful for this conversation and so glad that we were able to make it happen. Um, And I pray that that people walk away again from this feeling more clear-minded, clear, clear-hearted, confident, comfortable um, with their experience with Saturn in whatever way it is that they're currently experiencing it. So, Ray, thank you so much. I really, really value your time and energy and insight and really appreciate you. And I'm so grateful that Saturn Return aligned me to you my Saturn return aligned me to you. So I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful to, I'm grateful that our paths crossed and I'm grateful for this, you know, final days of your ending and my beginning. (laughs) Um, It's the cycle of life. So I'm happy for that. Hmm. And thank you for having me on this episode.